This is KF4VT. Welcome back. Today we have another message from Brother David Keene, pastor of Clarkson Baptist Church. You know, I believe uh, God wants to give something to somebody today. I believe that also, I believe Satan's working overtime today. I believe because God wants to share something with somebody. I believe we need to put things everywhere happening around us and put it aside. Uh, whether we, uh, we've got some things that's on our mind or burden, maybe it's something we need to bring to God today. Uh, so we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about in our, uh, our, our study today, or uh, what God has put on my heart is about directions to delight and desires and the desires of your heart. Last week, I tried to give you some homework to be thinking about something that you really desire. Something that you really desire. And this, I also want you to think about the things that you desire. Maybe one thing is on your mind, maybe five, maybe a lot. Uh, maybe it's joy in your family, maybe it's peace, maybe it's out of debt. It could be a lot of things that's on your heart. I want you to think about them desires there that you've got, that desire you've got. Maybe it's uh, for a lost person in your family to be saved. and Well, that's pleasing to God, isn't it? Uh, he's not willing that any should perish. Uh, but I don't know what it is in your, in your life. But that desire that you've got, then maybe it's a, a heavy burden that you just need to get rid of. Maybe it's something you've been dealing with for years and you just need to let go of it. And you need that desire to come to you. You've got a need. It's, and it may be just a want. Uh, we're going to show a video in a little bit. And that, that'll be about, about a, a desire. But it's also to please God too. Like I said, the video may be a little sideways. But we're, uh, that's just Satan getting in here. Uh, but before we go any further, I'd like to pray uh, that God uh, use not only this message, but your hearts to be open and to really hear what God has to say to all of us today. Dear Lord, we come to you today. We do thank you so much that you love us. We thank you that you want to give us the good things in life. You want us to have peace in our life. You want us to, to be able to just to lean on you and trust in you in all things. And uh, Lord, we know that too, we've got heavy burdens sometimes. We just need to give them to you. And we know some things that we go through are for a reason. The trials we go through are for a reason. Uh, they're, they're to refine us and they're to uh, give us strength and they're, they're to uh, show that we need to trust you in everything, even in these tough times. Lord, I just ask you right now to bind Satan, Lord, anything that he may do to get in the way of what you want to say to all of us. Lord, we ask you to bind him and let your Holy Spirit move in such a great way that we hear exactly what you're trying to say. The whole message, not just bits and pieces of it, but the whole message that you're trying to share. Lord, I ask you to be with me, to let me be just a tool for you and nothing else. And Lord, I just ask you to let me, let my voice be your voice, and not to tell my story, but your story. And Lord, we just ask you right now for you to move in a great way, and Lord, we're counting on that. And all these things we ask in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 
There's three words I want to talk about today, and that's direction, that's delight, and that's desires. Our scripture today will be in uh, Psalm 37. Uh, we're going to mainly shoot on uh, Psalm 37.4. Uh, and I'd like to read that, if you if you got that. I want to read that, and then we'll come back to these words I want to look at. In Psalm 37.4, it says, Delight yourself also in the Lord. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. Now that verse of scripture tells us a lot. It tells us, it gives us some directions. It gives us where, what we ought to need to be delighted in. And it talks about our desires too. So I want to talk about this. And we'll get back to this. We'll look some more and uh, more of the verses of scripture too. Not only just verse 4. I don't want to be accused of taking something out of context. Because I don't read the whole thing or or all the things around that. But we talk about directions, and you know what directions is? Directions is a course which someone or something moves. You know, I'm going in this direction. It's something, it's in a direction that someone moves or something moves. Well, there's another word, and you know, that direction tells us how to get there and how to make something that gives us direction. I know some of y'all, we... Uh, men, we may get the directions on how to put a swing together. We just throw that aside because we've got too much pride. We're going to put it together and we, it may be catawampus and it may be uh, missing some screws or has some extra screws at the end probably because we didn't follow the directions. We get lost sometimes because we don't listen to our wives tell us to turn right there. Uh, so uh, so we, we, we need to follow the directions. Delight is a word. It's a high degree of gratification or pleasure. Or it's pleasing. Delight. It says we need to be delighting in the Lord and the Lord delighting in us. He is needs to be pleased with us. And we need to live a life that's pleasing to Him. We need to also be pleased and just be in, in His presence with His people. And then there's desires. It's a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wanting for something to happen. It's my desire. Some of you have got a desire today. What is your desire? I want us to, if we can get to that video, can we get to that video now? I want us to think about if we can get to that. Uh, I want us to look at this video and I'll, tell, I'll kind of introduce that a little bit while they're getting it ready. And um, it's a man that had a desire. It's a preacher friend of mine and something happened to him just about a month ago. And he told me this. I, 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 met, him, so I met him at the funeral home and he shared this story with us. And I said, wow, how good God is. How good God is. So I know it's sideways, but you can close your eyes if it makes you dizzy. So... Let's just listen to it. It's about six or seven minutes. So. Share a testimony of mine that just recently happened to me in regards to prayer. I'm not about to admit that I'm the greatest prayer warrior in the world, but I have found that it is amazing what God will do through prayer. The Bible says in John 14, 13 and 14, And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. For 40 years I've been preaching and pastoring. But the last 10 years, 
I've been bivocational, and the last three years I've been full-time as a missionary with Crosswalk Ministries. My ministry has been to travel in three and now five states conducting vacation Bible schools in the Big Ten. We begin in March normally and we end about December. I've been traveling in a great big box truck, an old Penske rental truck that I bought several years ago. And that Penske truck has, has, has developed some problems and we're no longer able to use it. I really didn't know what to do. This year with COVID, as you know, everything has changed. I had 44 Bible schools scheduled, and as today, I've done seven. So life has been tough. I've been preaching in a church in Tennessee just to fill in for them because their pastor passed away several years ago. He's a good friend of mine. They're without a pastor. I've been preaching for a while there, filling in during this time I've been vacant with Bible schools. They approached me about becoming their pastor. Not feeling that God was through with my ministry, I really didn't know what to do. And I began to pray a lot. A preacher friend said, why don't you pray that God will close one of those doors or make it very obvious what he wants you to do. With my big truck down, having to travel in my half-ton pickup and an enclosed trailer, I was overloading the pickup. I had already put a new motor in this pickup. It was a 2006 Chevrolet pickup. Had over 290,000 miles on it. I had put a new motor in it. The motor only had about 15,000. But the transmission in the rear end was struggling as we pulled that enclosed trailer filled with tents, chairs, Bible school props, luggage, and so on. I began to pray, Lord, if you really want me to pastor this church, I'm willing. But Lord, I need you to make it very obvious. I need some peace in my heart. But Lord, if you want me to continue in Bible schools, I'm willing to continue the ministry. We've been doing for a while, but God, I'm in a dilemma. A big truck won't go. Well, the motor works, but you've got a problem that's continuing reoccurring. Knew that I could not continue with that truck on the road. I knew that my pickup wouldn't continue to pull that trailer. And I said, Lord, I need help. If you want me to pass to this church, make it obvious. Make it plain and give me peace. Lord, if you want me to continue in this ministry, you're going to have to provide a pickup, or the money to get the pickup, or the means to get the money to buy a pickup. I love my pickup, but it's a half ton. I need a three-quarter ton pickup, or maybe a one-ton pickup. And I need something a little bit newer with less miles on it, so that I wouldn't be on the side of the road somewhere down the line, broken down and not able to go. I prayed, I prayed specifically, Lord, if you want me to pastor this church, I need real peace. Lord, if you want me to continue this ministry, I need a truck, or money to buy the truck, or the means to get the money. That was my prayer. I've not always been a very specific prayer, prayer, prayer warrior, 
But lately, I've tried to pray that way more and more so in the last several years. I came home from a Bible school in Tennessee. Actually, I had two Bible schools, one in the morning and one in the evening. I pulled that trailer up there with my little pickup, and I won't tell you it was a struggle. And on the way home, I prayed all the way, Lord, please help us to get home. God, please help this pickup to get home. Got home on Friday morning, unloaded our trailer Friday afternoon. Saturday morning, I worked part-time at a funeral home, and I had to work a funeral. I received two telephone calls that morning during that funeral. One I returned, one the other one I did not know. And I did not return that call. Later in the day, that call came back. And someone on the other end said, I want to meet with you about your big yellow truck. We met that afternoon, to make a long story short. We met that afternoon. He wanted to know what I had decided to do, and I told him I had decided not to repair that truck, but to try to sell it and use that money towards buying a three-quarter ton or a half or one-ton pickup. He said, that's the reason I'm going to meet with you. God told me just as loud and just as clear. He said, God, he, said, he told this man, he said, I want you to give Brother Tim Horton your pickup. He said, God, are you for real? And he said, once again, God said, I want you to give Brother Tim Horton your pickup. He too had been praying specifically and had prayed, Lord, I want you to help me to be a blessing to someone. And then he said, Lord, I'll be obedient. We met, and he said, the pickup is yours. My pickup was a 2006. This is a 2013. My pickup had 290 plus thousand miles. This had 62,000 miles. My pickup was a half ton. This pickup was a three quarter ton. It's almost a brand new truck. And when I hooked to the trailer, it pulled it with no ease. You cannot give the Lord. But when you pray, pray expecting God to do something in your life. This idea of prayer is really real. obedient to God and I believe this verse that we looked at 
He'll give you the desires of your heart if you delight in Him. I believe that is to be true. If He delights in you, and He's pleased with you, and your actions, your attitude, and you're excited about being with Him, and you want to worship Him, I want to tell you, this message may not be for some of you, except, you know what, I need to delight in God, and He needs to delight in me. And He needs to be pleased with my life and what I'm doing and my obedience and my faithfulness. And it may be a time that you have to look at yourself and say, you know what? I'm coming up short. And I'm trying to ask God to bless me and to bless my family when I'm not faithful to Him. And I'm not delighting in Him and He's not delighting in me. He loves me. But is He pleased with me? What about your desires? What is it that you feel that you need in your life? For some, it could be peace in the family. Some of you, it could be peace in your family or peace in your life or peace in the decisions you make. This is my desire. It may be joy again. When I think about joy again, I think about David. In Psalm 51 where he says, I want the joy of your salvation again. I have to get a relationship with you again. I want that joy again. This is my desire. I want to get things straight with you. Maybe some of you need joy again. And you can't get it by working harder. You can't get it by giving more. You can only get it by pleasing God and be pleasing to Him in your life. Some of you, it may be this, to be dead free. And that's a good thing. I think God would be pleased with that. I want to be dead free. It seems like the, the finances keep piling up and piling up and piling up. But you got to be obedient to God. you got to listen to Him. What is God saying? Are you delighting Him in the way you spend? Are you delighting Him in the way you give. It may be this. I want a marriage that is God-pleasing. Or maybe it's somebody you know that needs a, God, a marriage that is God-pleasing. Maybe it's just to feel better. Oh, it's something I, I, I long for just to feel better. Yeah, and that may be what God wants, but I will tell you sometimes it may not be. You know, think about old Paul. The Apostle Paul went and prayed three times, take this thorn away from my flesh, ever what it was. But sometimes it's not God's will. Sometimes God wants to teach you a lesson. Some God, sometimes God wants to show you grace, and that's what He did with Paul. He says, no matter what you're going through, my grace is sufficient. And you'll get to bragging on yourself if your pain goes away. If your troubles go away. It may be something like that. Your prayer, your desire may be this. I want to be useful to you, God. I want to be useful. I want to tell you, folks, you can't be useful to God if you're not faithful to God. You can't be useful in God's uh, kingdom if you're not faithful to Him, if you're not obedient to Him, if you're not listening to Him, and you stay in your prideful self, and I'm going to do these things my way. 
Well, don't think God's going to listen to you when you pray and want your desires without delighting in Him and Him be pleased with you. I think about the, the saying here that we hear that once we get to heaven or once we meet God, He either says, Depart from me, I never knew you, or well done, my good and faithful servant. You know, I thought about that this week, and I want him to say, well done, good and faithful servant, before I meet him face to face. I want him to be pleased with me now. I want him to be pleased with what I'm doing now. I want him to, when I call upon Daddy's name, when I call and talk to Daddy, that he listens to me. Because we're close. I want to think about that relationship. I want to tell you, some of you are parents. Some of you raised teenagers. Some of you raised them to be adults. I want to tell you, when that child is trying to be their best to be obedient to you, and listening to you, and pleasing to you, it's a lot easier to do what you can for them. And you will. If it's good for them, you're going to do your best to give them the best. But if they're not pleasing to you, and they're disobedient to you, and they're rebellious to you, that's another different story, isn't it, parents? But if God is pleased with you, and you are in awe of Him, the desires of your heart, I want to read a verse of Scripture. You don't have to turn there. I'll just read it to you. It's in, it's in Philippians 4.19. It says, talking about desires, And my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Paul writes this to the uh, church in Colossae. And he also says, Be united, joyful prayer. You meditate on the good things. He also says if you do these things, God's going to give you all the things you need. He's going to give you all the things you need. He's going to supply all my needs and some of my wants. I know a pastor friend that needed a truck. He just wanted one. He didn't really need it. And he went, he got to the middle of the end of the road and he prayed. He said, Lord, you know I don't need a truck. I sure would like one. The next week, his daddy-in-law, he didn't tell anybody but God. His daddy-in-law says, Hey, you need a truck. Can you come get mine? What a new one. It's just a truck. He got it. Sometimes it's just the walls. But it was somebody that was pleasing to God, and God was pleasing. They're not perfect. But we're trying. We're trying to be faithful to Him. What are the directions? How can God supply all my needs and even some of my wants? How can God do that? This need, this desire, this want. I've got something that's breaking my heart. I've got something that I've been loading around and carrying around for years. And I want, I want it to go away. How can God supply this need? Because I've got a need. I can't serve Him. I can't function because I've been dealing with it. I, my family can't function because I've been dealing with it for a long time. How can God supply my need? Listen to His directions. How can God do this? 
How can I have joy again? Because I have just gotten used to be miserable. I have gotten used to being with no joy. Some of you don't know anything about that. I've got used to being in depression. I've got used to living in grief. And thinking. And listening to Satan. I've got used to doing it. And it's affecting me. And it's affecting my family. And it's affecting people I'm around. It's affecting what God wants to do with me. Some things are like that. Some things that I need help with. Some things it may be somebody in your family that you have been burdened about. And they have been, you know they're lost and without knowing anything good. As far as you can tell, they've never. Their life, their fruit is showing that they're lost. And it's a burden. Today may be the day you need to give it to God and let go of that. How do I do this? How can God supply all my needs? How can He give me the desires of my hearts and my needs? How can He do that? Well, follow the directions, folks. Delight in Him. Follow the directions in Matthew 7. Now turn there, but it does say, Ask and you shall receive. But also in James chapter 4 it tells, some ask amiss. Some ask amiss. And they never get anything. They ask amiss. It's the wrong purpose. Not in God's will. Not pleasing to God. Oh, I want something. I want this. I want my, uh, my, my little uh, I want my little person in my family. I want my son, my daughter. I want them to be an all-star. I want them to do this. I want, I want them to be popular. I want this and I want... It may not be in God's will. That may not be God's purpose. You may be asking amiss. You may be asking for something that's not God's will. If we delight in Him, we want His will to be done. And I like, we want His will to be done. When we get closer to Him, when we are in awe of Him, we want some more things. Delight in Him. I'm going to talk about delight in Him. Delight in Him is a relationship with Him. I want to tell you something about our Father. It's a father-son relationship, father-daughter relationship. He wants a relationship with you more than anything. He doesn't want you just to come to Him when you need something. He wants to talk to you every day. He wants to listen to you every day. He wants a relationship. How's that work out going to daddy just every once in a while when you got a need? Oh, we know the prodigal son story. We know that story. It worked out because he came back and he was broken. But there's a relationship. There's a relationship. I'll read another verse of scripture about this, delighting in him. It's in Psalm 147. I'd like to read a couple of verses there in verse 10 and 11. Talking about God's delight. He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear Him, in those who hope in His mercy. The ones that fear Him 
respect Him, are in awe of Him, that really know how to worship and really know how to trust Him. That's who God delights in. That's who God wants to listen to. Maybe today is the day you need to find out how to delight in Him. Lord, I want to put you first. Yes, Lord, I've got some things in my life. I've got some desires. Lord, I do love you. Lord, and I try to put you first. I try to trust you. Maybe it's time to give Him the desires of your heart. Lord, I'm broken about this. I've heard about this. And I need you. I need you. And maybe we need to listen to the story of the persistent widow that kept coming and kept coming and kept coming until she got what she needed. Persistent. What a great parable that is. Kept coming. Maybe there's a story of coming to God. Just keep coming. Tell Him how much you love Him. He knows already how much you trust Him. But I want us to go back to Psalm 37. In Psalm 37, it's not just that 37 chapter, uh, verse 4, that says, Delight yourself also in the Lord. He shall give you the desires of your heart. Oh, anything I want. If I delight in Him, I'm happy in Him, and He's happy in me, He's going to give it. Well, it doesn't happen just quite that way. There's some more verses before and more after. Like to read one before it, verse 3. It says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on His faithfulness. Oh, you just trust in Him. I shared this a few months ago. I had to just say, God, I'm having a rough time trusting you, but I'm trusting you. Help me to trust you more. Help me to trust you. I'm counting on you. I need some peace in my life. I need peace in my heart. I've got to trust in you. Help me to trust in you. And continue to trust in Him. Do good. Not what you want to do, but do the good things. Feed on His faithfulness. Look at verse 5. It says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him. Be committed to the Lord. Be committed to the Lord's house. Be committed to the Lord's direction. Be committed to the Lord's will. We have desires. Lord, I want you to protect my kids. Lord, I need joy in my life. I need peace in my family. I need help being debt free. I need help finances. Lord, I'm delighting in you. I'm trusting you. I'm right now committing to you. I want to be there. You are awesome. I am in awe of what you do. I'm not ashamed of you. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I love you. But I got some things that's breaking my heart. I got some needs. I have a few wants too. And I want to give them to you and trust you in them. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust Him also. He shall bring it to pass. 
verse 7 says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. You rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Trust him in that. The list you made, or that one thing that's on your heart, is the desire of yours. It's something you want. God gives you directions to delight in Him. And maybe today is the day you need to delight in Him. Maybe today is the day you need to fully give Him your desire. Your broken heart. Your hurt feelings. Somebody's soul. Your family somebody else's brokenness, your health, your wealth, maybe today is the day that you need to give your desires to Him. And for Him to be delighted in you. Another thing before we finish is this. I thought about this in James 4, 8, there's nothing more pleasing to God, I don't think. Nor there's nothing more pleasing to a father or a mother is when a child runs to daddy or a child runs to mama and says, I need you. Like the song we just sang, the praise team sang, and I, I, I sang through a mass. But we need to love the healer more than the healing and the Savior more than the saving and the giver more than the giving. When we get to that point, that's when God is delighted in us. And James 4.8 says, paraphrased here, Draw near to Him. And He will draw near to you. Today is the day you need to draw near to Him. And He will draw near to you. And while you're drawing near to Him, give Him the desires of your heart. That's all I'm saying. You can find more of David King's messages on the Clarkson Baptist Church Facebook page or YouTube channel.